when I Google community, it says a group of people with common interests. And I'm like, but I don't have a group of people. I have people, but they're not in one group together. And God was like, it's okay. They're still your community. They're still your safe space. They're still the people that hold you up, that hold you accountable, that build you up, that encourage you, that pray for you. This episode is sponsored by Harmony, a personal enrichment course for women. Work-life balance is unattainable, but you can achieve harmony. Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching is excited to offer Harmony, a seven-week personal enrichment course to help women find their natural rhythm and master the multiple moving parts of their lives. Visit pathwayteam242.org for more information. Fairfully and wonderfully, I was made, created to have dominion. I am not afraid. There is no duplicate, no carbon copy of me. I am an original. I am free to be me. Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching. At Pathway, we believe life is a journey. Thus, our podcast provides a weekly pit stop for kingdom women to pause, reflect, and refuel. I am your host, Carol G, and I am super excited to share practical, kingdom-inspired strategies to help you know your worth, love yourself unconditionally, and unapologetically be your most authentic self. Here is this week's transformative message. May it inspire you to be the best you possible. So today I am having a conversation with one of my destiny sisters, someone who is a vital part of my community. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Unica, thank you for being with me on Living Loved and Free with Carol G. This is my girl that I have only interacted with through the internet (laughs) in one form or another. But we have an awesome connection, and I am so happy to have her with me as my very first, very first podcast guest. (laughs) So, Unica Jonathan, please introduce yourself to my audience. Thanks for having me, Carol. Oh my gosh, I can't wait until we get deeper into this interview and tell people how and why we are as close as we are. But introducing myself, my name is Unica Jonathan, and I get to part the curtains of religion for people so that they can experience God intimately. That's just who I be. I get to do that. And so, um, yeah, I'm a mom of two kids, um, one 11 and the other one eight. And I am a wife to my husband of 19 years. And I live in Folsom, California. So in the U.S. And um, what else? I just, I'm a child of God and it's great. Unica, I just want to let you know, you know this, but I'm just going to say it publicly. I celebrate you, my friend, my sister, for being a part of my community, my destiny circle right back at you i appreciate our friendship because you know we can have conversations and and it it stretches me the thing about it is is just learning from each other learning Mm -hmm. from each other and being willing to say you know this is what i'm struggling with this is what i'm asking god about this is what i still don't have an answer for and i appreciate you so very much yes 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 thanks for inviting me this is gonna be awesome and fun as usual unica being the first interview that i'm doing and i shared with her i'm not exactly sure what this is gonna look like we're just gonna press record right and and flow and trust that god is gonna direct it because my thing to god was why would it benefit my podcast audience to for me to have a chat with my friend, 
right? And he was like, no, it's important. And I'll direct the conversation and it will help other people. Yurika, I'm going to share my first impression or my first remembrance of you. Mm-hmm. And, but I want you to share first. Like, when do you, when do you think we met? I think we met at Christina Kimball's um, Release Heaven uh, calls, the weekly calls that she said uh, that she had, um, the prophetic calls. I think that's where I first met you. And then I really am like, I like this chick when you and Christina did that interview about, I think it was about wifedom and you guys talked about sex and (laughs) (laughs) that was an awesome interview. Um, And just, and I loved you then because I'm like, she holds nothing back. You know what I mean? She tells it like it is. And so that's when I'm kind of like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I like Carol. So that's when I saw you, right? In terms of like, okay, you know, I don't think we necessarily clicked yet because we didn't really talk or engage, but I'm like, I like her. You know what I mean? Like, I I like your honesty. I like how deep you go. I like how you just, how blunt you are. Um, And it's because I'm the same way. Right. Um, So, yeah, that was my first time. I feel like I I met you or like saw you. Okay, so now let me let me try to put some dates to those. So my interview with Christina was March 2020 and her global activations. I'm feeling like they were later on because I know that she did it those weekly sessions because of the pandemic and our interview was right before the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. our side of the world. Right. And so you saw me on the interview, March, 2020, I would have had no idea about that because it's Facebook live. And then we did interact in the global activation prophetic calls in the, in the Christina space. So I do remember seeing you in that space. And I also remember prior to that, I would see your name under posts of people that we were mutually friends with on Facebook. And I'm a person that loves to pronounce person's names properly. So your name stood out to me because I was like, I have no idea how to pronounce E-U-N-I-K-E. And I'm so glad that I heard someone speak your name before I had to speak your name because I would have never guessed Unica (laughs) from that. I don't even remember what I was thinking it sounded like, but I remember the first, I was like, Unica. And I think you had to, when we finally did talk, you had to like phonetically like break it down for me so I could put it in my head, Unica. (laughs) And I think I wrote it down somewhere like you. No, <laughs> yeah, but um, I remember you. The thing that I remember from those global activations was when we would come back from hearing from God in the session, and you shared, you would also, you would, you would, you would share like the conversation that you had with God. I asked him this and he said that, and and I was like, oh, that's how God and I flow too. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And so now do you want to tell them how we actually got to communicate outside of Zoom and Facebook? I think we could we could start off with the fact that we were we were both in Jesse Cole's Kingdom Confidence. It was six weeks long, and he was talking about um, destiny circles, right? Who's in your destiny circle? And I was looking for someone in my destiny circle, but not necessarily like actively. I've just known that I've prayed for someone who could understand the depth of what God has called me to and can meet me in that place and speak to me and with me and hold me accountable in that space. Um, But I didn't know anybody in, in the, 
in the world around me, I would say, you know, and for some reason, I forgot the details. So maybe Carol, you could fill this detail in. But I just knew, like, I think I need to talk to Carol, like, I have to reach out to her and and talk to her about this because i feel like she has to be the person in my destiny circle um and i didn't know why but i just remembered you know that one incident you know from that interview with christina that i'm like i think she's a person that could tell it like it is you know um and i i have a sense that she could meet me where i'm at and it'll it'll be good you know what i mean so yeah so you could tell the parts that that's missing yeah okay so that's interesting because behind the scenes i was praying i was praying to god because i was like this information in this six-week program is so rich but i was like god i feel like i've been here before i've been at this place of being stirred and motivated and inspired to do this thing with you and and to just trust you wholeheartedly and then somehow when being in that space ends like i i lose focus i get not not even lose focus but i forget right? I forget. And so that was, I started to feel concerned, like, this is really good. And I feel really good about what I'm learning here. But what happens when the six weeks ends? How am I going to make sure that I continue on this path? I want, and I thought it was, I need to continue in a space like this, in a group setting that I can get weekly reinforcement from a group of people that are all traveling on the same path that I'm traveling on. So I was like, yeah. And he had mentioned, you know, he's going to be doing something else and it's going to be similar and it's going to be longer. And I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. I want to hear about it. So that was my thought. I want to make sure that I don't lose this fire. And then I think it was like in the fifth session, because it was a six week session in the fifth session, Unica, who I had, like we already said, we had interacted with slightly in our other forum. Um, she sent me an, a direct message in Zoom and she's like, I think we need to talk. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. Okay, no problem. And I don't remember fully what you said in that chat, but whatever it was, like, I remember something on the inside of me leaping, like, yes, this is a God connection. This is a divine connection. And I was so excited. And then there was this, I'll be honest, and I don't think I've ever shared this with Unica. There was a little voice in the back of my head that said, you know, it always starts out good. And then people fizzle on you. People don't have that stickability. And in two, three months, it's done. And you can and says, you just haven't met you. <laughs> it's gonna be, it's you're gonna be all by yourself again. But I like silenced that voice and I was like, anyway, God, I'm I believe that you have connected us. I'm gonna say yes to whatever this is going to be. And we met, we met outside of that space one-on-one. -on -one. We had Zoom calls, just the two of us. We exchanged numbers so that we could WhatsApp each other. And that was October, 2020. And so, yes, God said, you have not met Unica as yet. And so we have continued and, and initially we tried to make it like super formal and we're like oh we're gonna set goals and we're gonna share our goals and we're gonna hold each other accountable on these goals and we're gonna have bi-weekly uh zoom calls where we say how we're progressing and we encourage each other to progress and i think we may have had two of those yep and God, yeah, no, that was not, that's not what I had in mind. Right? It's more like life. I had life in mind for you both. I had, you know, destiny circle, like 
life, good, bad, ugly, everything, business, but not business, you know, husbands, kids, you know, just life, life. spiritual, soul, like everything, you know, finances, like everything. He's like, this is, you guys are just going to be buddies, like yeah. life buddies. And, and because that's it, our first term, we called ourselves because, you know, we like to label things. We're, we're performers, we're organized women. And we're like, what are we going to be? And we're like, we're biz buddies. We're business buddies. That's what we are. We don't want no regular accountability partner. We are going to call ourselves business buddies. And we, I had that on the calendar every two weeks. I'm going to meet with my business buddy, Unica. And yeah, it was like, nah. And I think like at some point in between the second and the third scheduled meeting, I was like, I was feeling that that performance being triggered. Like, oh my gosh, I have to answer for these things. And I can't even focus on these things that I'm supposed to be held accountable for because something's going on in my personal life and I just need to talk about it. And I was dreading our next session. I was dreading it. And I think Unica was the one that said, well, how about we just chat? How about we skip like the, and we just chat and that was it. It was all what Delia wrote the note on that. It was like, yeah, we shifted from biz buddies to destiny sisters. And yes. from that, we are now at a point where we just reach out like, hey, <laughs> I need to talk. Get about a schedule. We are not on a schedule. And that was so good for me because one of the things that I have realized is I'm not a scheduled person. As much as I am organized and I love to plan and I love to do lists, like having a fixed, I do X every, every day or every week or every month, like that just does not work with who I am. And so I am so grateful that Unica has been so willing to flow Girl. with how I flow. Like we're, we're just, yeah. we have that, 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 that similar, those similarities. And you know, you know that it is something that God put together when, for example, we haven't talked for a while and I get a WhatsApp from Carol and she's like, uh, God told me you need a Carol time right now. <laughs> and I'm like, and little did she know, like all week I've been like, like, like having a bad week. And I'm like, girl, you don't even know. Like if you didn't reach out to me, I was going to reach out to you, you know? So when God is a part of our relationship, you know, and, and we, we know we're able to take things where, cause we're still growing. Right. And there are times when we have our insecurities or we're like, oh, she didn't, you know, she said that, you know, did she misunderstand or, you know, did she hear me wrong? You know, and, and those thoughts like in any relationship come, come on. Right. But we love each other enough and trust each other enough to know that, Hey, I'm not going to take offense. I'm just going to ask you where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust what you said. And our friendship could continue to grow not only further, but deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the part that I value about my relationship with Carol, because it's, it's honest, it's truthful, it's deep. Um, there's no pretenses. There's no, there's no room for assumptions right? And if, if something creeps in, we're able to just tell it mm -hmm. like it is, you know, when you did that, you know, it made me feel this, this way, you know, and then one of us would be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that, right? Because mm -hmm. from my end, it's this, 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 and that, and the other. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, okay, well then, yeah, totally. Like, so that, that's healthy, and that's good. And it's something that I treasure. Like my relationship with Carol, I treasure so much because she's able to operate in that level with me. And it's a divine connection because of that. Yeah. And, and that's good. Like when you, when you bring up the insecurities and, you know, the things that get triggered and being able to speak 
to those things, you know, it reminded me of the fact that I have serious trust issues, right? And so when things in the past and other friendships, when something has been triggered, I would have a tendency to either withdraw or to shut down what I think caused whatever the other person did, right? So if I feel like me being too talkative or whatever, or me voicing my opinion caused them to do the thing that hurt me, like I, cause I would take the blame, right? So if I feel like I, I would shut down that given opinion thing, you know what I mean? And so in our relationship, there is the freedom to say, hey, what do you think about this? Like, this is what I'm feeling about this. And even like we, we, we get real to the point of, I would say to her, you're talking about these other friends and it makes me feel insecure. And she knows, Unica knows that I'm not saying it from a place of I'm making you responsible for my bad thoughts or feelings, my negative feelings, but she also can reach in and say and see, okay, she's feeling insecure and no, I can't manage Carol's feelings, but I can reaffirm that I love her and she's special to me. But yes, yes I do have other friends. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and she, Carol's gotten to a point where she understands that, right? Carol has a special place in my life. That although there are people around, I have other sisters around that are super close, and I openly share this with her, right? Um, but there is there is a space. There's, I feel like there's a Carol space in my life that only Carol could fill. Carol's voice matters. Carol has something, the way she hears from God, the way she understands me in a way that no one else does without me saying much. Because I am who I am everywhere, right? So it's not like I'm this way to Carol only and then and somebody else with somebody else, I'm not this way. But there is something that God has placed in Carol for me. There's something that Carol could, could see within me. And I can't even explain it because I feel like it's super supernatural, I think. But it's like there is something in me that only Carol sees without me even knowing that that's in me, but I feel it. And then, so every time I hear something, Carol is one of the people that I could, that I would really go to, to be like, okay, let's check, check me, like literally check deep within my heart, because you might know something that I don't know about me mm -hmm. and speak to that. So mm -hmm. that's a special place in my life for Carol. Um, and I've told her this before. So, I mean, she could be jealous all she wants. <laughs> There's nothing that I can do about that part. Right. right. Um, but she, she also knows where she stands in, in my life. Right. So, yeah. And it's been really important as I lean into community and this season, as I lean into what does healthy relationships with people whether it's my husband, my family, my friends, what does that look like? You know, I'm leaning into that this year more so. And it's good to have safe spaces to be honest about the crazy that goes on in my head and to know that I am not going to be judged or ridiculed or shamed for my honesty, for my vulnerability for my transparency, you know? And there are times when, let's say we WhatsApp each other that I'm like, ooh, I know. Like God gave gives me a word of knowledge. Like, ooh, I know what Carol's feeling. And so before she even says it, before she even tries to be vulnerable, like I just say, don't even think that, right? Because that's, that's not where I'm coming from. We're good. You know what I mean? Like, for example, this was early on. Um, I, I remember a time where I'm like, I didn't respond back right away or something like that. I was quiet and she didn't say anything yet, but I knew in my spirit that's like, oh, she's feeling some kind of way because I didn't respond back immediately or because, you know, it's been a while before I responded back um, longer than usual. Right. And so 
um, I don't remember the exact thing, but I was able to be like, hey, we're good. Like, there's nothing to do with what was said before. There's, you know, it's just my life is going and we're good, right? Don't, don't assume that. So it's preemptive, right? We're able to be honest with each other. And then Kev's like, okay, good. It's so funny you said that because I'm like, yeah, God told me, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. So um, I wanted to um, get your feedback, Carol, because I trust your voice. I trust that you could tell me um, honest things, you know, um, and that you love me. And that usually, well, most of the time, if not all the time, what you share with me is often spirit led. And you're not afraid to tell me the truth. And for me, my personality is I want to hear it, right? So I could hear it just as it is. So I have a question for you. It's been, you know, I've been doing lives um, for the past couple of weeks, right? And um, I've gotten some feedback from it. It's too deep. And therefore, um, in these lives, I should temper it back. In these lives, I should, you know, I shouldn't um, let it all out. So I want to get your take, you know, because that feedback, like I took it, you know, because it is a constructive feedback. The person that told me, you know, I trust her heart for me um, and I know that she loves me and she cares for me. So it's coming from a good place. Um, That being said, I want to know whether or not that is something where I should implement and act on and, and, and do or is it something that it's a good advice, but it's not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your take? I, I, I talked to Holy Spirit. So I, I heard what he said, but I want to get what he said through you to confirm whether or not I heard right. Now, Unica, I heard a couple of things as you were talking, but my primary question, because, you know, I believe that we have to always check purpose, motive, what God is saying, right? Mm-hmm. And... So my first question to you would be, why are you doing these lies? Who told you to do these lies? So intertwine your why with who told you? Yes, I would say um, both God, right? And my mentor and other people that has confirmed that. You know what I mean? So clearly what I heard from God is I need to speak. What I heard from Holy Spirit is I need to use my voice um, and um, to share the message that he's given me. So, and it can't just, because I, I would prefer to do just posts, you know, like just write, I could write all day. Um, I can't believe I'm saying that. Cause I probably wouldn't have said that like two years ago, but now I'm more comfortable with that. And I could write my thoughts all day um, in a post. So I would rather do that. But what I got from Holy Spirit is I need to use my voice. And that was confirmed with my mentor saying that, you know, I need to do lives. Um, And from another person um, that is also in my circle, you have to do lives and you can't hide. So that's why I'm doing lives. Now, initially, um, the reason that held me back from doing lives was, well, I don't want to do lives if it's you know, to just get people to sign up for this experience, you know, like if it's a marketing tactic, then I'm going to be like, oh my God, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Like it's making me nervous, you know, because the selling part, it's like, "Mm -mm." you know what I mean? I have, I have a hard time with that. But then Holy Spirit says, you don't even have to worry about the outcome. Just share, share what I give you to say. And when you say it, just say it, right? So like, don't even worry about the call to action or not that I'm not doing call to actions, but that's not the whole point. The whole point is you're just sharing what I give you to share. So that has been, that has been kind of my motivation um, that allowed me to actually do the lives. Because if my motivation was to sell and get people in there, I probably will still have a hard time doing it. But if it's just to share what God's put on my heart, then I do it. And it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. It's been great conversations, great revelations that I've had. So I don't know if that answered your question or not. So you heard God say to use your voice. Yes. The people need to hear you. Yes. Not just see words on the screen. Yes. Your mentor suggested lives. Yes. Someone else affirmed, reconfirmed. Yeah. Use yeah. your voice in a live to share. Mm-hmm. God then clarified to you that the purpose, his purpose for wanting you to use your voice 
is not to market your upcoming program. It's to share his message with the people that hear. Yes. Your initial question or your question, because I've been asking the other questions. Your question to me is, what's my take on someone telling you that you're going too deep in the lives that God told you to do a certain way. And that is why you're not getting anybody clicking in on your program. Mm -hmm. But that was never your purpose. Mm -hmm. Because God said to you, don't worry about the outcome. Just share the message I give you for the people. Yeah. So, and, and I can relate to this because I know, I, you know, we're in the suite, have similar like work stuff going on. And so I have made the wrong assumption that if I ask God how to get the message out so people know about this program that I'm offering. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, write posts or do a live or whatever, or do a series of lives. My mm-hmm. assumption is that there's a direct correlation between me doing what he said and people signing up for the program. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, I have found that there are more people that hear the message mm-hmm. on Facebook than who will respond by signing up to the course. Mm-hmm. But just because they don't respond by signing up for the course doesn't mean that the message that I delivered didn't serve God's intended purpose. Amen. Right. To be honest with you, I've had both sides of this because I have done lives. I have done series of messages and had nobody sign up. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've done lives and had people sign up for the program, but they didn't sign up because they heard the live. Mm -hmm. Right. The program failed. But it wasn't filled by people who heard a live Facebook message, but the Facebook message reached whoever it needed to reach. Mm -hmm. Right. And so and this is why my starting point was purpose, motive and what is God saying? God told you the purpose. The purpose is to get the message up. Right. So if he wants you to share your very important message, like it's a very important message. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just based on what I know about your program, your program is only for X amount of pe- persons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but your Facebook messages are going to reach X times X times X amount of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, when we align with God, when we partner with God, we have to accept that what I think I'm doing mm-hmm. this for. Right. And God is this, I feel like I tell God you tricky because right. I'm like, you be setting me up to do <laughs> things that you know that I right. wouldn't do, wouldn't feel comfortable doing. Yeah. But then you you let you let me think because he doesn't say I just jumped to my own conclusion. Right. So he lets me think it. He's like, whatever it takes to get you to do what I need you to do, whatever. Exactly. Go ahead, carry on smartly, daughter. And yeah. then and afterwards, and I'm like, well, God, how come nobody signed up? And he's like, because that wasn't my purpose, right? Yeah. I wanted you to share the message. Mm -hmm. And if you needed to think that you were going to get a hundred dollars because you shared the message, then sure. Mm -hmm. But whatever you thought you needed that hundred dollars for, I'm still going to provide it for you anyway. So it's not even about, you know what I mean? And so what all of that to say that what I'm hearing is if you are doing what God told you to do, Mm -hmm. don't worry about how many people sign up. Right. That's good. You know, and that's, that's what I heard, you know, when I brought it up to God, because the last thing that I wanted to do was be, be prideful, right. And not be open to feedback and thinking, you know, that, oh, I heard God and that it's right. You know what I mean? So I really wanted to like bring it back up to him and say, okay, God, is this for me? You know what I mean? Did I hear you right the first time? Cause I'm more than willing to pivot if he calls me to, right. If he tells me to, and when I asked him, he's like, Unico, what did I tell you from the very, 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 very beginning? You know, because you've always had an issue with being deep. You always felt like you being deep is not a good thing. You know, you being deep causes rejection, right? And I'm like, yes. 
Um, and so you, somebody telling you that you go in too deep is always a point of insecurity for you. And so I'm like, yes. And he says, what did I tell you? I said, you told me that I am the river of God, but I am, I am deep, right? It's not a shallow river. It's a very deep river. And whoever wants to get the blessings that you have to offer, you know, that I, I that I give through you, they have would to be have willing to, to go deep. Yeah, they have to be willing to go deep and to be inconvenienced, which means, right, they can't just go and roll up their pants to get no. to get to where I'm at. They have to literally maybe put on, they take off their clothes, put on a bathing suit, like do the whole thing, you know, and go to the deep end, maybe ride a boat to be able to go there and to experience the deep that you have that I've given you to give. Um, and so there won't be a lot of people. If people are not willing to be inconvenienced and they're like, oh my God, that's, I can't, I don't want to, it's not my time. Then don't worry about that. There will be a lot of people that are like that, but there will be a few that are in a place where they are hungry, where they are like, I need whatever you know, she has, and I'm willing to go the distance and I'm willing to be inconvenienced and sacrifice certain things to be able to get what God has given her to, to give to me. You're using your voice so that the people that are attached to your voice will hear it and be attracted to it. And they have to be people who are willing to go deep even if that's not their natural thing. And I'm saying that because I'm a person, I don't like long messages written or like video. But can I tell you that Michael Todd has one hour and 45 minute messages. I know. Messages. And can I tell you who sits and watches the whole thing? Right. And right. sister girl be sitting there like, mm, I'm here for it. I'm watching on my, on my tablet so I could take notes in my phone. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Ooh, how much more time we got? Okay. Right. All right, okay. Let's do it. So I'm saying that to say, I don't like long messages, but if it's a message that's for me, because mm -hmm. I know for a fact, God has told me track with this man in this season. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to sit there and track with Michael Todd for his mm -hmm. two hour messages. Right. And that's right? the thing I'm hearing too, as you were saying that, is he's saying just because the people don't sign up now, even though they are attracted to your voice, right? They might be, they might be going through something where this isn't the right season for it, but the things that you're saying, you know, is still touching their their spirit. It's still seeds. planting seeds where eventually when they're ready, right? When they're like, okay, I've got my I, I got my bathing suit, you know what I mean? I, I got my gear, you know, I, I rented the boat. Mm -hmm. Now I'm ready. Because they might just need to do all those things in order to go in the deep. You know what I mean? And they know they want to go and they're like it's it's for me now. I gotta I gotta see what God has given me to be able to go that deep. But it's for me. So it again it might not be in this season that there will be some uh, um, people signing up. But you're still planting seeds. You know, you're still attracting the people that are interested in the deep or what you have to say or the message that God has given you. Mm -hmm. um, knows the season, right? Like. Mm -hmm. God is, you were telling me like how God will do whatever it takes for us to, to move, mm -hmm. right? He yeah. might be Unica's launch this program or launch this experience, um, this detox right now, even though he's, he knows that it's not for this season. But if I'm not told that this season is, that this is being launched now, I might not oh. move. I might be, you're telling me in two, three years, then why am I doing this now? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And this, and this could be preparation. And then more than that, it's not even just about the signups. Right. Exactly. Some people may just need to hear the Facebook live. Yep. Amen. They may just need the Facebook live. That's the other thing that he told me last year. He was like, sweet girl, how many podcasts do you listen to and never sign up for what they offer? Mm -hmm. How many mm -hmm. people are you following 
on Facebook, read their posts, love them, like them, comment, ha ha ha, being inspired. But when they offer something, you don't sign up. And it's not because you're a user or you don't appreciate their voice. The next level is not what I need for you. And so it's going to be the same with us when we're providing something. Some people just need the Facebook posts. Some people just need the Facebook live. And then there are some people that need, and I can, and this is what I'm hearing. We will have people that sign up for our programs that aren't even on Facebook because someone who heard it told them about it and they Mm -hmm. signed up. And you know, Unica, this is, I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is why we're friends because we go deep. And I mean, someone listening to this conversation may be like, oh, Carolyn coach mode with her friend, like what's going on here? But this is not, I mean, well, that's just who I am. Like Mm -hmm. I, the way I show up with my friends, like with my bona fide friends, is the same way I show up with clients. I don't, I don't really make the distinction because this is who I am. I am wired to think deeply. And like you, it has been a place of insecurity because Mm -hmm. I have been told you think too much, right? You think too much. And I have felt bad. Like I've been in social settings and they're like, can't we just have like a light conversation? And Mm -hmm. yeah, you can, but that's just not my flow. It's actually more exhausting to me. So very, so very. And it's so funny that you said that because I was just talking with another friend yesterday and I was saying how, you know, someone mentioned a group meet and greet thing and that immediately made me cringe and it confirmed how I much prefer one-on-one conversation, one-on-one settings, because it allows me to have the deep level conversations that I like to have. And the person who's just getting to know me responded by saying, well, you know, God is doing a new thing in your life. So you're going to get there. And I'm like, no, he is. I'm like, yeah, he is doing a new thing in my life. However, this is how he made me. So I was like, I, I, something clicked within me and I'm like, Carol, you don't need to apologize for being deep. Right. Like if he needs me to do a group social setting, I will. But my mm-hmm. preference is just like this, me and you right. talking one-on-one. That's the thing, right? This is a very good question because I've seen on Facebook, you know, lately, and I completely agree with the sentiment when people say, you know, well, this is just me. And so, you know, this is how God made me and I'm not going to change. That's different from what we're talking about here. Oh, absolutely. Because there's a difference between um, negative things, right? That he wants us to change for our good versus receiving and accepting and redeeming the things that people have said is bad about us, but that God is basically saying, no, this is how I've created you. You have to embrace it. Yes. Uh, because w- w- the, re- the reason I say being superficial um, is more exhausting to me is because imagine if, you know, for me, God talked to me that I'm like a river, right? A mighty river flowing from the heart of God. That's the image that he's always given me about my personality, about who I be. Imagine trying to hold back that river, and having it just trickle like through a faucet, like the effort of needing to filter that is exhausting, very, you know, very exhausting. And so when when I got that feedback from from the person who again said it in love, I love her to pieces. This is not anything where it's like you know she has ill intentions, right? But when I heard that, immediately I felt performance. I felt like, okay, I have to perform then. Okay, I have to like set up these walls and I whatever message that God has given me, I'm going to have to like temper it and put a filter on it and funnel, you know what I mean? And it just became a grind, like automatically I'm like, well, then I don't want to do a live anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like it literally like shut me down. I, I can't do that then God, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so God is saying, I never asked you to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, right, right in there, you hit another thing, what I'm learning. So this, this year, God has given me the word community and mm. he is exposing so much of 
what I have issues with in regards to the concept of community. And one of the things that I'm seeing is that very thing that you talk about, people that you know mean you well. They're giving advice from a good place, but it's contradicting something that God has been speaking to you about. And then you're conflicted, like, have I heard incorrectly from God or is this person cray cray? And, you know, Mm -hmm. for me, I can't speak for you, but for me, it's been tempting to just X out that entire person, that entire connection. And God has been showing me just because a human doesn't know the fullness of who you are, doesn't make that human or your relationship bad. You are responsible Carol, for knowing, does this align with who God says I am? And if it doesn't, you can dismiss it with grace. And you don't even have to tell the person, I reject you. Exactly. It's it's between, ultimately, the way we live our life is between us and God. Like we are answerable to him. And it's not about rejecting the person. Okay, this person that gave me the feedback, I asked her for feedback. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just saying myself. I'm just saying for the, for the people that's hearing this, right? Mm-hmm. This person is one of the people in my inner circles, mm-hmm. super close to me. Um, she loves me like a sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I love her back as a sister and which is why I asked her, which is why I'm, you know, I'm open to her about this. But what she gave back to me, this is the importance of us being able to hear from God, us having a close relationship with God, us being able to say, okay, God, this is the feedback that I'm hearing from people. What do you say? These are people that love me. These are people that care for me. These are people that are well-intentioned, you know, but this is what they're saying. What do you say about this? You know, and when God tells us with grace, for example, what she says is right for her, but it's not right for you because this is what I've called you. Then you're going to be like, oh, okay. And you love her anyway, mm-hmm. because she's saying it based on her experience and what God has told her for herself, mm-hmm. making her flourish. And it's doing a thing in her life, which is great. Mm-hmm. And so we could give it grace and say, well, then, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She said it. it's for her. It's not for me. I love her anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and I get to be confident in, in who God's created me to be and flow in this. For example, I'm asking Carol because I'm like, okay, I heard that from God. Let me ask someone else that I trust, mm-hmm. that I know love me, that I know also hear from the spirit and see if there's confirmation in what I hear God said to me, or if there's actually confirmation in what you know I heard from my other sister. So that's the discernment. And at the end of the day, I feel like we just have to trust what ultimately what God says. Absolutely. So as you're getting a sneak peek into my relationship with Unica, what I want you to hear is God directs everything concerning your life. God is concerned about every aspect of your life. Unica and I had separate prayers having no idea that we would be the answer to each other's prayers. But God had her to step out in faith and reach out to me. And he allowed me to, despite the doubt in my head, respond in faith. And, you know, we're allowing God to to let the friendship bloom and blossom and be what he knows that both of us need in this season of our lives. And we're both grateful, you know, and, and the thing about it is I was always the person that wanted like the group of friends that did everything together. And, you know, you celebrated weddings and babies and, and you just showed up to everything and you had Saturday outings and you did barbecues on the holidays. Like I always wanted like the group of friends and for most of my life, I haven't had that. And one of the things that God is showing me is you have people that feed your soul in the way you need to be fed. Because like I already shared, 
I don't do the every week, every month thing. <laughs> that doesn't fit with who I am. So if I had a group of friends that were kind of like, yo, Carol, we getting together. Like you come and I'd be like, oh my God, again, are you kidding me? And then another thing is because I'm deep, like we both, we're both, I'm deep, she's deep. Like the group thing over and over would be very depleting for me. So I love that I have several people that I can connect with one-on-one and we can have real conversations, deep conversations about life, about every aspect of life. And it's good. It feeds the soul. It's important for us to know how we're wired and to not compare, right? Not compare what we have to what other people have and to appreciate what we do have. One of the things that I, you know, to second what Carol said to anybody that hears, it's like, God knows you better than you know yourself. You know, and although we have certain, because we see other people, because we see in movies, because, you know, we compare and we feel like, God, I want that. I think that would be awesome. Like what Carol is saying, God's like, yeah, you think it'll be awesome, but it will be exhausting to you. It's not what you need. I know what you need more than what you want. And I'm not going to give you what you want because truly in your heart of hearts, your desire is what you need. And I know what you need. I am provision, right? I know what you need before you need it. And if you think about, you know, how far away distance wise we are from each other, Carol is in the Bahamas. I'm in California in the United States, the likelihood of us actually meeting in other experiences or, you know, instances is very small. And yet God's like these two people who are, you know, across, you know, this country from one another in different countries, you know, will meet together and they will have life together. So God is in the business of finding the right person for you. Um, no matter how far it is, right? Distance is not an issue for God. So learn to trust God with your heart, with your life. Nothing is impossible. You know, when you pray for accountability, when you pray for a true friend, you know, um, and it, it has taken a long time, right? I've prayed for this for a very, 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 very long time. And it wasn't until 2020 that Carol came into my life. Um, so um, but trust him. It's going to be at the right time, the right place, the right season. Um, he cares for you. He cares deeply for you. Um, and when you trust him, the sky's the limit. So thank you for having me be a part of your community. It's been a privilege and I am so grateful. Thank you. That's good. That is really good. Thank you for sharing. So that's one of the things that I wanted to do this month was to celebrate my community. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G, brought to you by Pathway Kingdom Life Coaching, where we equip kingdom women for loving relationships. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback, or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. The link to connect with us is in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your freedom coach. Until next time, remember that you are free to be the whole healed helpmate God created you to be.